stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media, your favorite podcast recorded by one person with a shaved head. That's true. And two people who double mask at the grocery store? I'm kidding. Mm -hmm. I don't. (laughs) I thought about it. I was like, should I be surgical masking under my fabric mask? A nurse at work today was wearing two masks, and I was like, hmm, maybe I should do it. And then I realized that she was, like, kind of crazy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. Do you want to know something really (laughs) funny? I don't know if this is as funny as I think it is. Um, So the other day, Mike and I had to walk to the grocery store. I've done a lot of walking to the grocery store recently because what happened was... I do own a car, but it's been really <laughs> snowy, so it's been, like, annoying to get it out, and obviously I'm not going anywhere, so uh, I left the car charger plugged into the lighter thing, and it killed the battery in my car. Then oh my god. The battery, the battery charger generator thing that I have in my car was also dead because it was, like, cold. It was outside of my car, which was cold, and it had to charge overnight, so we couldn't use the car for a long time. Anyways, like, basically two days. But that's a long time when you need groceries. Um, So we walked to the grocery store, and it was, like, I don't know, minus 23. Really cold. So Mike has one of those masks that you can, like, do burglary in. Okay, yeah. From when he used to play shows, I guess. Okay. Normal. um, So it covers your nose but it only leaves like your mouth and your eyes exposed right so I literally wore that to walk to the grocery store uh and looked insane but then I had a panic attack because I realized I couldn't breathe through my nose oh my god (laughs) it's just like the most embarrassing thing ever like you're getting suited up to go into the Canadian winter and then you're just like remember you can't breathe and have a that's classic that was really good stuff also, I carried so many groceries home from the grocery store by myself instead of waiting for my car to be better that I was, like, deeply sore in all of the muscles of my upper and lower body the next day. It's a natural workout. Yeah, th- take that, functional fitness heads. <laughs> it's because I've been using alcohol in, like, my baking, but I never go to the liquor store because I don't drink, right? Yeah. But, so... I was like, okay, I'm going to buy enough alcohol to cook with for, like, months. That's smart. So I got, like, a box of stuff to use in, like, ice cream and, like, cooking wine and stuff. And then I stopped and bought a basil plant. And, like, between those things, just, like, walking home for half an hour was, like, actually fucking murderous. Okay, that honestly sounds horrible. I looked like I was dying. My I have to like, walk. Why did you do that? I was like, I just honestly thought I was tougher than I was. Yeah, like I thought it was gonna be fine. <laughs> I didn't. Th- I didn't think it was gonna be that heavy until I made another stop, and then I realized I was gonna have to like shuffle the spots back and forth between my two hands. Plus, I had something delicate that needs to stay upright in my other hand. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I only have to walk like fifteen minutes from the grocery store, but every single time, I'm like, I got too much stuff. It's okay. 
15 minutes in grocery store walking is like it's dream. Like, you know how close Mike used to live to Hartman's? Yeah. We would always forget that we had walked to the store and then end up getting like cases of pop or like tins of tomatoes. Exactly. I live like equidistant. Like, yes. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm just going to get a few cans. No. No, you're like, oh, I'm going to make fucking bolognese. And then you're like, oh, no, I'm going to get the bicep workout that ends my fucking life. Yeah, you're like, what if I made chili? it's also romantic until you're like fucking carrying 50 pounds for 15 minutes which isn't that much until it is okay it's so bad (laughs) anyways what's been going on with you Not much. I've just been walking like an hour to and from work every day. So I'm actually tired of walking. Surprise, everybody. I'm over it. (laughs) You're over it. It can't help that it's literally like extremely sub-zero here right now. Yeah, it makes your muscles tense up a lot easier. Like I just, I'm like in pain. Did I tell you about my recent development, which is that I get hives when I'm exposed to the cold for too long? Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) It's really good. I That's so bad. I was dying the first time that it happened. Did I ever <laughs> tell you about my friend who's allergic to UV rays? No. I have a friend who's allergic to UV rays, and I used to live with her, and we lived with this third girl who was like crazy. And the third girl had a vitamin D lamp that she had in like the main room, and my friend was like, "Can you put that in your bedroom because I'm allergic to UV rays?" Like. I would like to have my peace in the winter when I'm not having my skin peel off. And the girl, like, refused to move the lamp out of the common space. When people tell me stories about roommates like that, I'm just like, how difficult is it to just not be insane as a roommate, you know? This was the girl that hung swords on the wall and had, like, two cats and one of them was named Cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) She had two pure white cats and one was named Ninja and the other one was named Cocaine. She sounds cool. I don't know if he'll listen to this episode, but that sounds like a girl that, like, Rob from Dumb and Awful would date. Yeah, she was... She's German, so probably. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I've, we've definitely talked about this on the podcast, but people were posting jokes about Slavic women. <laughs> I miss my brother's ex-girlfriend, who's Belarusian, and she used to constantly steal from me and use my things. And then Dude. She- <laughs> called me fat when I asked her about it. Didn't she steal a bunch of your clothes? Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, those are my shorts. My shorts have been missing for fucking months and you're wearing them right now. And she was like, we're not even the same size. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, apparently we are. <laughs> yeah. Plus she used all my makeup and my makeup brushes one time. And then just left all the evidence out. That's insane. Like, just got ready in a fucking flurry in my bedroom. She opened, like, unused, like, spa goods, like, candles and body wash and shit. She, like, famously took a bath with, like, rose petals in my parents' bathroom and didn't clean it up. Oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with her? (laughs) extremely (laughs) decadent and also psychotic. Also... At the time that they were dating, my brother drove her everywhere, but he didn't have his own car, so he's constantly borrowing my car because we were both living at home. 
And one time <laughs> I let him use my, I used to let him use my car while I was at work, when I worked at the liquor store, as long as he dropped me off and picked me up. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, just and gas the tar because obviously, otherwise, my tar is just sitting in parking lot for eight hours. It's kind of stupid. Yeah. But um, he, he picked me up from work one time. He was late. She was with him, and then she's sitting in the front seat. I was like, "Get out!" And <laughs> she was like, "I don't understand why you can't just take the bus." And I was like, "This is my fucking car. You don't own a car. Like, you get in the, the back bus. seat. <laughs> get in the back seat. You fucking." potato bitch like it's so funny that you told her to move seats <laughs> oh my god i'm not gonna sit in the back seat in my own car no of course not your brother <laughs> should have I, let you drive yeah i know i don't care that he's driving but it's like okay somebody's getting fucking bumped to the back seat and it's not gonna be me <laughs> why haven't you tried haven't you thought about taking the bus i was like excuse me that's so cunty thing i've ever heard in my life like yeah you're relying on your brother for free rides she wore a see-through shirt with a red bedazzled crucifix no and a red victoria's secret double push-up bra underneath to christmas dinner at my parents house no (laughs) yeah she did (laughs) that's kind of iconic it was something. <laughs> oh my god. Regrettably, my dad did call her a gypsy to her face. Um, <laughs> That's so bad. She stole it from him too, but it still was not nice. <laughs> That's something you're supposed to say in private. Yeah. <laughs> She sucks. I'm glad she's gone. Anyways, rest in peace, though. <laughs> um, did I tell you that my aunt's Facebook page got banned when they did the, like, right-wing crackdown because she posts, like, transphobic shit all the time? Oh, my God. But now she's back on Facebook. With a vengeance, I imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's just, like, it's so awkward. I didn't but, even like, know that she was... personal Facebook page? Yeah, like her personal Facebook page. She posts like a million times a day. Like, I didn't know that she was posting transphobic stuff because I muted her years ago for being an anti-vaxxer. So I didn't realize that she had like pivoted, (laughs) you know, but she's British. So like, it makes sense. How did they get everybody who was like worried about genitalia onto one miserable island where they don't have dental care and the sun never shines? I don't know. Like, she moved there. So, like, I guess maybe it's, like, in the water. <laughs> Birds of a feather flock together. Yeah, like, she I don't just, know. She, she caught transphobia by osmosis. Of Honestly, England. yes. Like, actually. Wow. <laughs> that, well, that is, a, a, like, a lesson to be learned for any of our listeners who thought about it. Don't move there. Not unless you want to be just have your Facebook page deleted and then have everyone in your family be like, what is going on? Oh, my God. I hate like it sucks when one of your family members is just like a keyboard warrior. Oh, it's like, yeah. I kept following my ex-boyfriend's drama on Facebook for a while. (laughs) I'm still using Facebook because like she's so racist. It was funny. 
she like just posts the worst memes that like it seemed like someone would make them as a joke, right? Like she posted a meme one time that was like of a woman in a top and was like, <laughs> How are we supposed to know who's in under there? Like man, woman, terrorist. Stop so funny, so funny. And I brought that up in front of my aunt and my dece- now deceased grandma one time as a joke. And they were both like, Okay, but how do we know who's under there? And I was like, It's none of your business who's under there. Oh my god, that's so bad. <laughs> understand (laughs) i still have my ex's mom on facebook because every holiday she sends me a message that's like jesus loves you and it is like very funny to me (laughs) that that her mom still messages me and it's like religious (laughs) what a queen yeah i'm like thanks (laughs) dude my uh one of my ex-boyfriend's mom like campaigned so hard for us to get back together she'd always be like inviting me to thanksgiving dinner at the house and stuff like uh, years after we broke up. <laughs> that's insane yeah and it's that's because he's gay now but i'm pretty sure he's not out his family maybe is now oh but i was like this is so much worse and also we stayed friends afterwards and i was like i can go with you if you want me to just like i liked his family his mom was really chill his sister is like my age but I was like, I don't want to, like, you know, be a beard. <laughs> yeah, but, like, we're friends. Like, I could go. Yeah, like, I'll go if you want me to. If it'll make your mom get off your fucking bad. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's so awkward. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wonder Dude. what my ex's parents think about me, and then I remember that they're all crazy. Yeah, you can't. The entire family. Yeah. I told my ex different it's boyfriends uh mom he like was a serious abuser and i told i when i broke up with him i drove to his mom's house and told her <laughs> oh my god that's iconic it's <laughs> <laughs> like vigilante justice i was like this is what you get for making me spend so much time with your fucking family yeah i'm telling on um, you to your mom now i know now i know where your, where your mom lives um and she's like really nice to me about it but then is she definitely sided with him of course. Because you know, I was just like, at the time, I didn't really know what to do. Because I was, had already been in contact. Well, I didn't call the police on him, but I had unfortunately been in contact with the law about it. Because uh, somebody else called them. Yeah. Which is ultimately good. But I mean, like, whatever. Anyways, so I wasn't going to call the police. And then I was like, what can I do? His friends already knew and, like, protected him. Yeah, they obviously don't like, care. Yeah, I mean, they were just like, oh, all the girls he dates are crazy. Like, his, he threw me through a wall and his dad showed up and patched it the next day without asking questions. Yeah. Um. So it's like, oh, okay. I don't know why I expected that his mom would be different, aside from the fact that if, like, my mom ever found out that any of my brothers laid a hand on a woman, they would up, she would beat their asses right back. Yeah, like, you would <laughs> like, hope. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I thought there might be some solidarity here, but apparently not. I have a friend who is in, like, a very toxic relationship right now, and their partner is, like, cutting them off from all of their friends. And yeah. me and my other friend just, like, don't know what to do about it because she's not talking to either of us. So my friend has just started posting not subtle memes on her Instagram story about, like, green flags versus red flags in relationships. 
<laughs> hoping that this other girl will see it because we're just like we don't know what to do she won't talk to either of us anymore so yeah. we're like i don't know instagram memes <laughs> maybe <laughs> she still knows i'm available i mean whatever right like, yeah i don't know that's the best you can do it's one of those situations where it's like you don't want to keep messaging your friend about that sort of thing because, like, you can pretty much assume that their partner is probably going through. Exactly. And, and it's like... And them seeing that sort of thing is really just going to result probably in an escalation. <laughs> I don't even think they realize yet that it's, like, a bad situation, but it's oh, obviously I mean, turning bad. When you're not allowed to see your friends and family or talk to them, that usually means that the relationship is doing perfectly well, right? Yeah, it's normal and healthy and good, actually. <laughs> oh my god, I was reading this book. Recently, I just finished it. Actually, it was really good. Shout out to friend of the pod, Emma, for recommending it. But it was called Labor of Love, The Invention of Dating Okay. by Maura Weidel. And it's basically like just like a history of how dating has changed over the last like two or three hundred years I guess wow um yeah it was really really good um I would highly recommend it but they're talking about in the modern era like the dating it self-help books for men versus like for women oh. and they were talking about the abusive nature of one of these books on dating for women and it's like this book literally reads like an abuser it's called the rules and one of the rules is do not tell your therapist about the rules <laughs> oh my god it's like clearly the advice it's giving you is dead it's like do not tell your therapist about the rules if your friends ask you about the rules do not let them discourage you rule number 46 do not disobey the rule that's so fucked <laughs> <laughs> i saw a really dark self-help book today you know those like little free libraries that they have downtown where people I just love like, looking in them yes me too it's always insane shit i saw a book and it was from a series called self-counseling and the title of the book was so you've been named a will executor <laughs> i was like bruh someone was like you know what you know what other people need to read this book <laughs> you know what's funny I actually always worry about becoming a will executor. Me too. <laughs> because I am the older and more responsible of the siblings in a lot of my relationships. Yeah, that's real. Like if my dad or my mom dies, like if my mom dies before my stepdad dies or if my dad dies, guess who that fucking shit is going to? Yep. Me. So you've been Me named too, a will executor. Yeah. So you've been named a well executor. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Seems horrible, honestly. It yeah. always goes to the oldest child. Ugh. That's what you get for... You, you know what I gotta do? Start spreading rumors of my instability. Exactly. That's why the older sibling always has to be more unhinged. Yes. It never... That's never how it is, though. No. Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, should we talk about stuff? Yeah, let's talk about stuff. Okay. 
Uh, I promised one of the listeners that we would not talk about the stock markets. That's fine. I read about it. I understand it now. (laughs) She, yeah, she was like, can't wait to hear a new hot take about all of the fucking stock market stuff. I promise you, I'm not going to give any hot takes. I don't have any hot takes. No. Um, So basically, what happened was a bunch of Redditors basically started a subreddit called Wall Street Bets, and then they used a stock trading app called Robinhood to basically short sell a bunch of stocks from companies like GameStop and AMC and BlackBerry and Nokia. And they basically made a shit ton of money and seriously crashed the markets in ways that's going to cost various hedge funds like billions of dollars. <laughs> Right. Um, and for like any of the listeners who don't know what short selling is, it's like what that movie, The Bid Short, which is like a movie that men always try to get you to watch that has like Batman and Schmidt from New Girl in it. Oh my God. Is it's it also about, like the housing crash. There's a movie for girls about short selling too. What's it called? It's called Betting on Zero. It's a documentary about MLMs. Oh. And it's about a guy who, yeah, I did. It's about a guy who short sells an MLM, basically, and then purposely, like, spreads information about it, about how it's, like, a multi-level marketing scheme in order to crash the stocks. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think that's what what was happening when people started spreading rumors that, like, my dad makes your hair fall out. I don't know if it does make your hair fall out. It does. There's a class action lawsuit. (laughs) But, yeah, like, that's how it started, was this one guy, like bought a bunch of stocks in I think it was it works or young living something I don't know anyways one of the MLMs and then he basically went around the country and did TED talks about how multi-level marketing schemes like destroy communities in order to bomb the stocks and short sell did he get arrested no does that count as insider trading or is it just like influencing the market it's just self-influencing yeah, what's funny about short selling is it's like obviously not unethical. It's just like what hedge funds always do. They're just mad that regular ass people kind of figured out how to do it. Yeah. Like they're just literally mad that money is going into the the wrong hands and coming out of the quote right ones. They're just mad. People are just participating in the market. Yeah, they're doing the exact same thing and it's like The most frustrating and, like, darkest shit about this whole thing is that now, like, it's just shining a light on how basically, like, technocracy can at any time, like, turn to censorship and completely change the rules when it's that the right people aren't profiting from the systems that we have in place anymore, right? So, like, the Discord shut down, the Wall Street bets, Discord... Robinhood, the stock trading apps stopped letting them um, trade their stocks for GameStop and AMC. And then they actually started to like sell off people's stocks. That's crazy. Which which is both of those things are like extremely illegal. Wall Street executives were actually talking about like basically like blocking stock trading to quote let the market restabilize which is literally like never been done before (laughs) that's insane (laughs) yeah exactly so like all and even cash app and like td stopped letting people spend money on these stocks 
people are big mad. Yeah, literally. It's like, of course, I don't expect any of these people to have anyone's best interest in their heart. But it's like just nakedly clear that the rules exist to keep rich people rich. Like we all know that, but it's just like deeply illegal and extremely public in this instance. And nobody has really like, I guess, like a political skin in the game. So it's funny because it's like people from both sides of the horseshoe are like extremely mad about this and think it's dark. Yeah, everybody's mad about it in one way or another. Yeah, exactly. Even people who are like, who cares if fascists get kicked off Twitter or like get censored here, get censored here, like, uh, this is not really okay to shut down like a Discord for a subreddit for obviously just being like financially and politically inconvenient to poor vulnerable hedge fund man. Mm, it's so hard managing a hedge fund. Yeah, it seems like it. It must be. Bad fucking day for some guy. This literally some guy. <laughs> like, I don't even know. For like, Chad. Bad, bad, bad day for lots of guys. Great day for other guys. There's <laughs> lots of guys in this scenario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lots of girls who are, like, oh, finally dating this unshowered Redditor is starting to pay off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know if any of these people are going to see their money. Like, is this... I don't know if this stuff is, like, even liquid. That's what I don't really understand. Honestly, probably not. It's kind of just, like... I don't know. I read that, like, it's probably not really going to pay off, but it's kind of funny. It's still funny, of course. Yeah, well, it's, like... We understand that people can make real money from this, but it's, like, it follows every other rule of, like, capitalism. It's, like, in order to make money off anything like this you have to have money right which is why the only time that something like this would work is because a bunch of people got their fucking stimulus checks right yeah well i read somewhere (laughs) someone was talking about how like they don't care about losing a hundred dollars because they don't have any money anyways and they were like i'm never selling my stocks ever i'm literally i'm never selling my gamestop stocks ever (laughs) they're like i don't even care (laughs) i mean I know $100 is, like, a lot of money. $100 is a lot of money to me. But people spend $100 on stupid shit all the time. Obviously, people with more money spend $100 on stupider shit. Like, but it's, like, if $100... Spending $100 on getting takeout, like, twice, or putting $100 into stocks or something, it's, like, that money is pretty much lost either way. Yeah, it's not... It doesn't even exist, really, like... Bye. You know, it's like so easy to justify spending money in that way because you're just like, unless it's a really serious amount of money, like, I don't know, like a couple of hundred dollars or something. 150. Like, <laughs> over a hundred, under a hundred dollars and over a hundred dollars is a bit different to me. And also it depends on what it is, obviously. But like, I don't know. It's online. It feels fake. Literally, exactly. It's like when people get paid in cash and then they're like, that's just not real money to me. Yeah, it didn't go in my bank account. It doesn't, it's not real. So, exactly. <laughs> How badly does Schmidt from New Girl look exactly like you would expect a financed idol look like? That's so, so much. Put him in the bid short. That makes so much sense. 
definitely. <laughs> he is a punchable face. Yeah, I know. I've been thinking about this a lot today. Various punchable faces. My top contenders are still Laura Dern and James Vanderbeek. She really does. They're both they're both smud looking. That's yeah. what I figured out. Joan Cusack also kind of. Yeah. What do you think it is? It has to do something with like just a configuration of features and expressions. I, I think it's like the eyes versus nose ratio, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> the phrenology of being smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, should we talk about Claudia Con? Yeah, poor, poor Claudia Conway. Kellyanne Conway's daughter, Claudia, is TikTok famous. Um, unfortunately, mostly because she's posted a lot of videos exposing her mother's abuse. Recently, mm-hmm. it kind of spiraled out of control when a one of Claudia Conway's nudes was posted to Kellyanne Conway's Twitter fleets, and she is a minor. Yeah, she's 16, right? Yeah. And There's a lot. It's, Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say there's a lot of speculation as to, like, whether or not Kelly posted the picture or Claudia posted the picture. I would say that it doesn't really matter who posted the picture because it, even if Claudia did it, I think that probably that was, like, just, like, a try to get herself removed. Yeah, she's been trying to like, get emancipated. Even more so. But also, like, you can tell from the videos alone that it's, like, a pretty abusive situation. I don't... I think, like, the picture would have tipped it over the edge. But, like, even just without that happening, that you can see the way that she's being treated is like extremely bad yeah like she posted a video saying that she was taking a break from the internet and it looked like someone was like forcing her to say it she was like looking off in to the side the whole time it was super scary like yeah and like like really horrifying stuff she kept saying like i don't think my mom would post that on purpose like i think she got hacked or something and it's like hey even if that's Mm -hmm. true like why does your mom have a nude photo of you on her phone yeah. Like, obviously. Who cares if she got hacked? Yeah. That's really, really. It's just disgusting. It's horrible. I just watched an episode of Catfish where mm-hmm. this guy had been talking to this woman, like, over Xbox when he was 16 for two years. And he was like, Yeah, she was like my first girlfriend, but like, I broke up with her because she ghosted me so many times when we tried to meet up in person. And then they tracked down the girl whose photos were used and he'd received like nude photos of her and stuff. And she was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's not me. Like, I can't explain it to you. And then she came back and she was like, "Kay, I can explain. But like, we need to add somebody else to this conversation. And it was her mother. So her mother was catfishing people on Xbox, 16 year old boys on cat on Xbox with her daughter's photos. And they were like, well, why do you have nude photos of your daughter? And she was like, well, I would steal her phone when she was sleeping and send them to myself and then delete the messages because she was like sending them to her boyfriend. And like, I wanted to be able to like get more attention from like 16 year old boys. Oh, my God, that is so horrifying. Isn't that horrible? That's like just so layered. It's so sick. What's wrong with it? (laughs) It's so sick. Okay, catfishing pedophilia incest invasion of privacy extreme child abuse like 
Yeah, extreme child abuse, obviously. And her daughter only found out because guys started messaging her, like, years later and being like, I I used to talk to you on Xbox. And she was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And eventually her mom, like, came clean to her. That's distressing. Yeah, when she was, like, 30, she found out. Okay, that is not a funny episode of Catfish. I actually can't no. Catfish because I find it really sad. Yeah, but some of them are pretty the, bad. Some of them are kind of funny, but mostly I would say they're, like, really sad. It's, like, worse than watching, like, Dragon's Den. Yeah, it is. It's so bad. The only Which episode, is already bad. <laughs> the only episode I find funny is the one where the host throws a catfish's phone into the river. <laughs> because the catfish is texting on his phone the whole time and he's like he's like you you're not you don't even care like you're not even sorry and he grabs his phone and throws it in the river and a producer immediately steps on screen and says we'll replace your phone <laughs> <laughs> like literally five seconds of- not getting sued he's like, literally not getting sued on this episode of catfish that's funny also obviously you should have never called me a fat ass kelly price okay that was also Come funny on. Come on, catfish and your cousin because they called you a fat ass Kelly Price like three that years ago. Beautiful, that is so petty. And they ask her how name. they're like, well, what what man was doing Tony's voice? And she's like, what voice? And they're like, the Tony voice. Like, who was doing the voice? And she goes, you mean this Tony voice? <laughs> and she does like a man's <laughs> voice. It's so disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, like, what I sound like when I wake up in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) He always wanted me to call him at 5 (laughs) a.m. Oh, my God. I think it's so funny to have beef with your cousins. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Like, beef like that serious? It's like, okay, you could just not talk to them. I think it's so funny when, like... I shouldn't fu- say it's funny, but it's like, why are there so many people who like hate their siblings enough that they like are fully estranged from whole sections of their family? Right? Like, can we all just grow up a little bit? Can I we hate just it when adults like that's a thing with like this Kelly and Conway thing or whatever? It's like people were debating. A lot of people always do this thing where they're like oh, I don't know if that qualifies as abuse. That's just, like, what moms and teenage daughters are like. And it's like, that's true in a lot of cases, for sure. I would not say that that means that it's, like, a relationship that should be, like, modeled. I know that teenagers are, like, especially teenage girls are, like, pretty difficult. But they're also, like extremely like policed and insulted by their older family members yeah like it doesn't mean it's okay just because it's like reminds you of your relationship with your mother i think we can all agree that a lot of those are extremely not healthy definitely there's definitely like a weird element of a lot of mother and daughter relationships where it's like a girl is coming of age and like a mom or grandmother or an aunt or whatever feels the need to, like, sort of, like, protect and police her, like, daughter, younger female relatives, like, sexuality. But it's, like, it comes halfway out of a place of, like, not wanting them to be, like, vulnerable to getting pregnant or taking advantage of. And, like, more than halfway out of a place of, like, being unable to contend with your own, like, waning sexuality and being jealous of a literal 15 year old well that's the thing is it's like kate even if you just think it is a regular like mother-daughter relationship we're talking about a child 
yeah it's 15 year olds are not adults i don't care how bitchy they are they are children be the bigger person well guess what that's exactly it it's like the problem in a lot of um abusive or whatever even if you wouldn't go as far as saying abusive i would for the kelly i would thing but even if you would just have a a volatile (laughs) let's say relationship with your parents why are there so many situations where both parties are acting crazy teenagers literally are not don't have fully formed frontal cortexes yet and can't really be expected to be 100% on board with being able to regulate their emotion exactly they're still learning how to communicate and how to regulate their emotions the problem is that parents engage with teenagers on the exact same level of emotional maturity or sometimes a lot fucking worse. Like, I think in a lot of relationships with parents and children fighting, it's like the parent will make things physical first or like just start going into actual personal attacks first. It doesn't matter how frustrated you are. Once you reach to a certain age, it's not okay anymore. Yeah, it's like one person needs to act like the adult here. And I don't know, I would suggest maybe the adult... A lot of the time, it has to be the younger person, though, which is what's so fucking frustrating and why, like, a lot of people struggle to have to, like, set boundaries with their parents or their other older relatives because it's like, you can't just act this way for your entire fucking life. And if you continue to not be able to communicate maturely and, like, regulate yourself in front of your younger family members, then you just gotta fucking deny them access on yeah exactly like you just have to stop letting them control that part of your life or like allow like bring you to that level you know yeah of course like obviously under extreme duress people say things that they don't mean and they do bad stuff but like hopefully you don't even get to that point yeah once you kind of learn to be a little bit more in control well I I used to deal with so many like 12 year olds who were so horrible and then I would talk to their parents on the phone and I was like, oh, you're awful. Oh, absolutely. You're like actually (laughs) insane. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then it's like, as you get older, you can like, sometimes it's kind of funny because I think people that come from turbulent backgrounds either like just continue doing those like extremely abusive and volatile behaviors for their entire life or they learn from it and know exactly what they don't want to be like exactly as soon as they're old enough to like participate in relationships of their choice right like it's so funny because it's like I probably did and said all of the craziest shit that I will ever do in my life before I was like 20 years old yeah, you got it out of your system. Exactly. And it's like, that doesn't mean that I don't, like, argue with my boyfriend. Obviously, I do. We live together. You know, we're in a long-term relationship. But it's, like, it's pretty infrequent. And it never gets as bad as, like, there's no name-calling. Yeah. Right? Like, there's no serious, like, overarching character assassinations. It's just over, like, stupid household shit, right? Like, it's, like, nobody's calling each other names or saying things that we're gonna think about years down the line, which is something that does happen a lot in family. 
Oh my god, yeah, because nobody knows how to hurt you like someone who's known you your whole life. Yeah, exactly. And things fucking escalate, right? Yeah, and they just, it's like you get have the same arguments over and over and over again. Luckily, you don't have to tolerate that sort of thing as an adult. No, you, know, you can walk away. If you're not living at home, right? Like, unfortunately, one of the controls that parents have over you is number one, being underage, and then number two, they can have some financial hold over you even as you get older, right? Yeah. If you still live at home or whatever, you take money from them, they pay. But um, I would really recommend to anyone who's in that sort of situation to become as financially independent as they possibly can as early as they possibly can, because that's the last thing abusers will ever be able to hold over you, you know? Yeah, it's a huge one. Uh, Like when I'm not getting along with my parents, I love to be like, hey, I'm going to go now. (laughs) Yeah, you can do that because you don't live there. I'll talk to you later because you don't have any control over my life. So bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you, t- you can talk to me when um, like you feel like not acting like this. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Like obviously that's not an option for a lot of people, but no, I do feel for Claudia Conway. Yeah. I, I hope she's it. okay. Like it's she's a pretty scary situation. situation. Her father doesn't seem any better. Oh, no. And I mean, even in these a lot of these situations where there's like, how many people do you know that there's like, there's a crazy and abusive mother, right? Who is like never worked on her personality or her problem, her passive aggression. She has an extremely volatile with a teenage daughter. And the dad is just basically a limp fucking worm who does nothing about it. Well, you already know it's a psycho household because she's a Democrat or she's a Republican and he's a Democrat, (laughs) which is insane. So she's a psycho and he's a limp fucking noodle. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Ease up on the fucking soy, George Conway. Um... That is crazy. That, like, really informs the tension of their relationship, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Like, that tells you everything you need to know about that household. She has to be a Republican because she's blonde and she likes to wear little hats. And she's Catholic. Duh. If someone puts Catholic in their bio, it's like, okay. You're too Catholic. Yeah. Dude, I was thinking about the other day, like, I went to Catholic school, obviously, but um, I was telling my boyfriend about the first day that I learned about sins, (laughs) and I scared the shit out of my mom because I came home from school and just prayed incessantly. Stop. And then I ate dinner, and then I went back to my bedroom and kept praying until dinner, or until bedtime, and she was like, what the fuck is going on? That's so funny. I have to repent. (laughs) That's so fucking funny. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck were my sins? Like, hitting my brother with a block? (laughs) Yeah. Thinking a mean thing. (laughs) Calling him a poo head. Like, uh, I don't think I was getting up to anything really serious back then. Yeah, like, what was going on there? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what the fuck are you doing teaching literal children that they're gonna go to hell for, like, calling people poop? Right? Like, oh my god, I love the memes about, like, going to confession, and it's, like, me on my way to confession to talk about gossiping again or whatever, and it's, like, a girl laughing, like. 
Dude, if gossiping is a sin, you and I are going to burn for a long time. I know, it's so bad. A long time. I really hope Jewish people are right. Um, no hell. People who, people who think that gossiping is a sin are ignoring traditional female ways of knowledge. So. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. They're, they're actually going to go to hell with people who think astrology is fake. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, speaking uh, of a uh, traditional female knowledge, all women are bisexual. Jojo Siwa came out. <laughs> yes, queen. Do we think she's a lesbian? She's I a lesbian. think she has a boyfriend right now, so I think she's maybe some variety of bisexual or pansexual. Okay. My problem. Okay, I think it's sweet that she came out, especially because she has like an audience of all children. Yeah. Basically, and, like, that's probably not going to, like, play well with a lot of parents. It's definitely not so easy. Like, definitely brave, you know? It's, like, probably a decision that might negatively affect her in business, but uh, so sweet that she did it anyways, you know? Like, definitely good for kids who are queer. Um, but my problem is that, like, she... <laughs> People are like, it's obvious she did this and she did this and she did this. And I was like, I kind of would have liked it if she just made a statement or yeah. like a tweet. Like, you know, I wanted more of an Elliot Page moment. Yeah, like something. Like, it was pretty vague. Although I do think she should be the new Ellen. She should be the new Ellen. Definitely. She should host the Ellen show. I hate her hair. Me too. It's so bad. Everything about her aesthetic is awful. I know that's her whole thing, and she's, like, a children's performer. Yeah, but but she's also 17, so it makes me kind of feel bad for her. Well, once you reach a certain age and you're still doing that, it's, like, a little bit infantilizing. It is. she's a performer for children, but you know that those are not the only people who are consuming that content. Oh, no. which Which isn't her fault, but, like... i know (laughs) i just think that like i don't think that it's her fault that i was like so it was like three posts in a row that were like two posts in a row that were pretty vague and then the best day cousin ever shirt or whatever so it was like all kind of leading up to each other like she danced with like those pride people and then she did a lip sync in a rainbow hoodie to, like, Born This Way. <laughs> Which is, like, honestly, I'm sorry, but it's so lame. <laughs> really, really true. Like, is it 2011? <laughs> I mean, it's not for me, right? Yeah. But it's still not cool. My problem, I think, more so is that there's so much queer baiting that... At first, I was like, dude, she's not gay unless she comes out and says, I am gay. That's how I felt, too. Like, when I saw the Born This Way video, I was like, okay, what? She's blonde? Like, it could be anything. (laughs) (laughs) She's blonde. She's, like, excessively positive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, lots of straight celebrities do that sort of thing it doesn't really they love to like dip their toes in kind of like simultaneously being seen as like being you know like liberal and intersectional and like supportive of like queer values while also like 
obviously getting into like the gossip pages and like generating discourse and excitement about them. And the unfortunate thing is that queer people on Twitter lose their fucking mind about it. Uh, I know. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like these people are also simultaneously like making themselves eligible for like queer roles because if they become like popular with queer people, then it's like beneficial for productions to cast them right and it's like these roles should be going to gay people or trans people whatever like not fucking rant like Kristen bell you know what i mean like who iconically (laughs) refused to get married until gay marriage was legalized like nobody cares Kristen bell is like the straightest person alive which is why she did that you know yeah like okay thanks whatever think that i fucked the girl so i guess i'll just like Oh, really big sacrifice waiting to marry Dax Shepard. I bet that was really, really hard. Right? They're fucking queer, platonic, heterosexual relationship. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that, like, you know, whatever, fuck it. It's not my place to deal with it, to judge anyone's coming out. But because so many straight celebrities have unfortunately done this this sort of thing for the exact purpose that you just said like because unfortunately like consumers have like the highest vote in like the content that we get now or whatever so it's like if someone is like vaguely gay but like people love them on like twitter or whatever obviously they'll get cast and shit because it's gonna make money it's gonna generate talk yeah like so it's more of the fault of the people who are doing the queer baiting and, like, the people who are profiting off of that than it is of the celebrities who are making, like, relatively inconclusive, pseudo-vague coming-out statements. Yeah, well, but, like, we also need to stop being into it because it's, like, we know what's happening. Stop caring. Let people enjoy things, Sophie. <laughs> Ugh, I cannot. I'm perpetually a hater. It's chronic. <laughs> Terminal hater. uh yeah i guess in other like pseudo related news joe biden did his first day i don't know if it was technically the first day but like first week of being president lifting the trans military ban like he said he would uh great (laughs) now trans people can fight for their country kill brown children in other company in other countries to be eligible to be victims of sexual violence in the military i did wonder about that huge problem yeah it seems like it would be a huge problem i was surprised okay i was initially surprised that like the articles i read about it listed the trans population in or the out trans population in the military as high as it was at one percent but then i remember that there's like a high medical cost to being a trans especially states so that covered obviously yeah and i wonder if that counts as veterans too like people that maybe came out after exiting uh i don't i don't know anything about va in the united states but there are a lot of programs for veterans to get to have access to stuff in Canada. Like my little brother is in the military, obviously, and he has had a lot of dealings with veterans affairs. But I don't know if it would 
cover any medical expenses that weren't due to like your time being in the army yeah i'm not sure if you could argue that being in the army made you trans then maybe (laughs) then maybe and who am i to say it doesn't (laughs) i like i literally don't know i i think i've just had my brain melted by how many like hot girls i follow on the internet that say that going to university for philosophy made them trans oh my god (laughs) um so like who am i to really say what sort of like experiences (laughs) force from brainwashing experiences there are that we don't even know about right yeah literally like the future that republicans fear (laughs) well like playing water polo made me gay I know, I know. So many people think it's genetic, and then next thing you know, you're putting on two swimsuits and a little bald cap, and it's just like, oh, it's I love game over. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's over. It's it's all that treading water. It is a lot of time to think. <laughs> a lot of time to think. Yeah, you're like, huh? <laughs> really investigating what it uh, combat. While you're spending all that time treading water. <laughs> yeah. Just staring at the goalie in the other net. Hmm. Hmm. Weirdly, that's what playing softer is like, too. It's weird. Huh? <laughs> it's always the goalie. <laughs> Does water polo have midfielders? Um, there's no, like, positions, but, yeah, there's there's... no positions except for goalie? Yeah, but there's definitely, like, people who are more, like, um, enforcers, like, hang out near the goals. So there's, like, vaguely defense and then, like, offense. So it's, like, not really a sign, but it's still kind of split into, like, rougher players play in people the back and like faster players play in the front exactly yeah and then there's sports. people who are like actually good and they're they can do both because like defending <laughs> isn't really about being like rough if you're like actually the, good at it the rare elusive water polo player me uh <laughs> Okay, can I ask you a question that yeah. would be vaguely offensive? Yeah. Do lesbians actually really have tops and bottoms? No. Okay. In my experience, so. no. Yeah. I guess it depends. You know what I mean. I would say that all women are verse unless they're being toxic and, like, doing toxic relationship dynamics. I'm sure that in the context of lots of relationships, the dynamics are different than what people might necessarily do. Like, I'm sure that like in some lesbian relationships even are first like you said that people like exclusively are sort of like but that's just being kind of like dominant as yeah exactly there's no like context of assertive relationship yeah that's just like a sexual dynamic yeah it's not like (laughs) well i listen i don't fucking know but i have to assume it's not like Aw, you slapped me last night, so tonight I get to slap you. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's psycho. (laughs) It's kind of funny to think about, though. (laughs) (laughs) The top or the bottom for tonight? (laughs) 
Okay, I'm sorry for answering you like a straight male comedian question on the podcast. That's okay. It would have been a lot more explicit if it was like a straight male comedian. But it would be more geared oh. towards like how I how violating my sexual privacy can help them in their sex lives. Yeah, I guess it comes less out of a place of genuine curiosity and more out of a place of, like, them having a problem about, like, their own boners, right? Yeah, like, being horny, but also having a problem with their own partners. (laughs) You want to make men really upset? Just cite some fucking statistics about um, how many women can't come from penetrative sex. Yeah, that sets them off. They're like, oh my god, 85% of women that I've had sex with are liars! (laughs) Okay, can I serve a really hot take? Yes. I don't think that there's any necessarily anything wrong with faking an orgasm. I mean, there are a lot of contests. I think it's fine. It's kind of like expedient. Yeah. Also, when people are like, oh, like, don't like exaggerate for your partner, like, Tell, like be honest with them i'm like i don't think there's anything wrong with being a little performative as long as we're all aware that we're like exaggerating a little bit like we don't That's have to be like game. boring you know yeah it's, it's fine funny. like sometimes the spirit just takes you yeah like we can all relax a little bit and let people do whatever they want basically what i'm saying is i like it when girls lie to me <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of people just kidding <laughs> <laughs> you know like it's you don't want to be like that that even if you do not you don't want to be like that was only a seven out of ten nut even though obviously like there is a scaling yeah of course sort of thing. they can't but, all like, be 10 out of 10 can be off, anything can be off then you wouldn't know when it's a 10 yeah peaks peaks and valleys baby life is a box of chocolates she's <laughs> 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 talking about the internet the internet? The internet. The internet. The internet? Should we, should we split this episode in half again? I don't know. Okay. Um, we'll put the rest of the episode up on the Patreon. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you. Thank you.